This is Vanderbilt Business, a podcast about the students, faculty, and staff at Vanderbilt's own Graduate School of Management. Through our stories, we hope to give listeners a better picture of the people who shape our community here in Nashville and the world around us. For the majority of MBA students, summer is a time for internships. We've asked several first-year students about their internship journeys and how they got their positions. We'll check back on them at the end of the summer to get their thoughts on the experience. This week, we spotlight students concentrating in consulting. We talked with Bennett Hayes, who's interning at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and with Andrew Glover, who's interning with North Highland. Emily Anderson and Courtney Fain of the Career Management Center conducted the interviews. Two notes on this week's podcast. Bennett and Emily referenced the OSCC, which is an acronym for the Owen Strategy and Consulting Club, a student-run organization at Vanderbilt that provides interview, case study, and career support. They also referenced National Black, which is shorthand for the National Black MBA Association, a business organization serving black professionals. Each fall, the association puts on a conference and career exposition that attracts MBA students from around the country. This is Emily Anderson in the CMC, and I have Bennett Hayes, who is a first year that has just completed his uh, first year MBA, will be heading out this summer on his internship. So happy to have him here to talk about the first year with us. So Bennett, tell us about yourself. I know you have an unusual background, so let's hear it. (laughs) Yeah, so I did pursue a relative traveled career path post-college. I went to Georgetown University for my undergrad, and then when it came time to decide what to do after, I made the choice to become a professional poker player. I did that for six years. I loved every minute of it. It was challenging, stressful, really helped me develop and grow a lot of important skills that I'm hoping to use down the road. For me, it came, there came a point where I wanted to do something different, and I sought a new challenge. And concurrent to the poker, I'd done some freelance journalism. So I took that opportunity to pursue my journalism career. I went back to school at Northwestern University to pursue a master's in journalism there. After that one-year program, I'd come to realize that I wanted something potentially more strategic uh, long-term, which kind of shifted my focus more towards earning an MBA and then potentially doing consulting down the road. In between my journalism degree and coming here to Vanderbilt Owen, I worked as a marketing manager at a startup in Chicago. So I knew I was headed into business and I just wanted to get some hard uh, on the ground training. Uh, And that has brought me here to Owen, uh, which I chose because I really wanted that small school atmosphere with big opportunities uh, still around. Gosh, there's so many ways we can take your story because you've done so many different things. So... Do you think there was any sort of common thread then in all of your various paths that you've taken so far that you can see plays out in where you sit right now? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I think one that I had to reckon with in advance of the recruiting process this year. For me, I think communication is a huge piece of that. And obviously with the journalism component, I think it's pretty obvious. But also with poker, it's you're, you're giving off signals, you're taking in signals. It's all about understanding what other people are trying to do and then also conveying what you want to do. So that, for me, was a big thread throughout everything. And then I also think just thinking strategically, certainly poker, you're thinking two, three, four steps down the line um, and just understanding implications. And I think now looking forward into my career in consulting, I think that sort of forward thinking Uh, should help me and and leave me in good stead uh, to be successful. So one more question about all this. So as you were involved in recruiting this past year, did your 
background being, you know, a, different than a lot of other folks. Did that come a lo- up a lot when you were talking to recruiters or during the interview processes? Did, did you get a lot of questions around it or did people skip over it? <laughs> I would imagine that the people uh, who would skip over it probably didn't give me a chance in the first place. So pretty much <laughs> everyone I was, you know, I was fortunate to get interviews with or talk to along the way. I think they were definitely interested in it. I would want to say that almost every interview I had, it definitely came up. And I I think it came up partially, or at least in some, as a point of interest, just kind of understanding what professional poker was like, what I did. I ran into a couple poker enthusiasts along the way too, and it was a great way to enter an interview and kind of build some common ground. But then I think almost everyone also wanted to understand how it would apply to what I would be doing as a consultant. Uh, And I think, you know, working to explain that well, because it's something that I've believed for a while, was a really key part of my recruiting process, just just getting that across to the people that were interviewing me. Did you feel when you were coming into the program that that was going to be something that you really did need to get your story down? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just the MBA admissions process is a great first place to, to do some of that testing, and I definitely had the opportunity to do it as I was applying to Owen and other schools. But I do think... It got taken to a next level when I came here and started working with you and the CMC and you know peer coaches and things like that. It, it is a different sell, I think, once you get here, and it took some practice, and that was something I worked on, I would say, pretty early on after arriving at Owen. Let's talk about the year itself, because I think just recruiting in general is probably a bit of a mystery to someone that's just coming into the program. So can you kind of walk through what last fall was like for you? Yeah, it's definitely hectic. For me, I did know that I wanted to do consulting, but that doesn't mean I had a linear path where it was consulting or bust. I think you get here and you have an idea of what you want to do, but there's so many resources and info sessions and workshops available in August and September that you have to and should consider every option. And so that was what it was for me. I did some brand marketing recruiting, so I came in. I went to the National Black Conference in October, fortunate enough to get an offer out of that. So I did look at marketing. I did do some practice for those marketing workshops, and that was a big part of my August and September is just, A, exploring, making sure that consulting and then ultimately brand were things I wanted to recruit for, and then B, preparing for those early that early career conference in mid-October. And then after leaving New Orleans and, and that conference, with that brand offer, I knew that I could focus solely on consulting at that point because I was fortunate to have that offer. And then now the case prep process would begin in earnest. Uh, I'd done some case prepping in September and October, just getting ready for consulting. But then I would say late October, November is when we really hit the ground running in terms of running cases, understanding what consulting interviews were going to be like, and really just getting the repetitions in because by the end of the process, when interviews came around in January for the consulting firms, I'd say I'd done 30 to 40 cases to get ready for those. And I also think once you hear where your interviews were for consulting, it allowed you to better shape your practice because each firm has different things they're looking for. You just have to tailor your process a little bit once you know who who exactly you'll be interviewing with. So for me, that's a big part of what early January was, was just each firm thinking about what they wanted and trying to make sure my, you know, the, the little details of my case prep were ready to go for those interviews. 
So I want to ask a little bit more about that whole case prep process so we can get a, a real sense of how do you start and then how do you go about tailoring um, your, your practice to make yourself the best candidate for the different types of consulting firms that you ultimately were talking with? Yeah, uh, and I, I think there's a lot of ways to do this, so this is how I did it, and I okay. know classmates who have done it differently, but certainly off the bat, the OSCC, the Owen Strategy and Consulting Club, did a great job of giving us some resources and places to begin just to understand what a case was, look at videos, talk to second years, really just get that initial idea of how this process would work. And then from there, there were Sunday night workshops that were run by uh, Mike Foster and other second years that allowed us to kind of dig into the actual cases, get some practice uh, on ourselves, get feedback from second years, and really try to you know shape that initial course. And then at some point, it really became on you to take it where you wanted to go. So I'd say that probably occurred in October, early November, where you started running cases with classmates. I know I set up weekly case preps with a couple of different classmates, and we just run you know exchange cases once, twice a week, and really just building up your acumen from there. And, and ultimately, I think it culminates in reaching out to the companies and talking to our alums at certain consulting firms. And that's where, when we talk about the more nuanced preparation for individual firms, they can give you the best idea of what you know Bain is looking for, what Deloitte is looking for, what BCG is looking for. And I think that's where you hope that you're at a baseline level come December, January, where you can take that feedback and really take your case preparation to the next level where you are able to walk into these interviews and be fully prepared. So you're starting your case prep really before you've had all your business classes. So did you learn business frameworks from the consulting club or from some books you read or how did you get up to speed with like the basics of how to just start a case? Yeah, I think we had to look uh, to external sources for that and part of that was the consulting club and uh, you know Brian McCann is going to do it again this fall. Brian's the he's a uh, the faculty advisor for the consulting club. And yeah. he, he is phenomenal in terms of the amount of time he dedicates to us and he's he's a great resource and he certainly helped in the fall and then he'll be able to do that again this fall. Um, so that was a big source of some of the frameworks that you need to kind of think about cases and how to solve them. And then also, I think just, you know, Victor Cheng online has a ton of resources. I watched his videos and read some of his materials to understand what those frameworks might be. And then you also just get a feel for the ones that fit best in these cases, and you start to understand which ones you're going to be using more and more. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd really, I'd recommend doing a lot of that as a someone pursuing consulting recruiting. You just have to do it on your own and make sure that you're comfortable with uh, the frameworks that you might need to utilize. Um, so you, how many firms did you interview with? Um, on the consulting side? Yeah. Let's see, four? Yeah. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. And were they, was the process different with them as far as, um, what you were asked to do or the types of cases? Yeah. yeah. I, and that's something I found surprising, at least from where we were in August and September learning about cases, you kind of view it as a one-size-fits-all process. A case is a case. You could get any given one, but I would say each individual firm had a very distinct case type and often what they were looking for and how they wanted you to solve it. 
when you say different case type, is it could you uh, say some firms were more say data focused and wanted you to actually look at financial numbers or marketing numbers versus doing a more hypothetical or what if scenario that it was much more on a higher level? Is that kind of how they would be different? In that? Yeah, I, th I think for example, like Bain is at one end of the spectrum where it's very open ended. They want you to guide the case and really drive it through and you can take it in any number of directions and they want to be as hands off throughout that process as possible. Whereas uh, McKinsey and I think Deloitte also kind of fits into this where they'll be, it's a lot more structured. They have things that they want you to get to and they'll present very clearly what you need to do and then it's about solving those problems. So I think there is a, a wide range and obviously I only interviewed with four firms so you know I think other firms may fall at different points on that spectrum but um, yeah, it definitely takes a different skill set to be successful in, you know, with some of these different firms. Yeah, great. So tell us where you're going to go. So I'm headed to BCG this summer, uh, starting up in a couple weeks. What do you know about it so far? Have they told you anything? Do you have any idea or what are you expecting? Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I have some idea, I hope, of, you know, what life will be like. We've, you know, they've been really good about setting us up with mentors already and, I've connected with Owen alums in the office, Nick Gordon and Sarah Burhalter, who have both been really invaluable in trying to get me ready and just kind of understand what the job will be like. But uh, it also is kind of weird not knowing the specific project I'll work on. And I, I won't know that till the end of my first week of training. So I, I was talking to someone in the office yesterday and he was we were talking about how he remembers this feeling of getting ready for your first summer and just having no idea what you're going to be doing and the, the angst that can be associated with that. So I'm excited to finally figure it out, um, but it won't be for a few weeks. Did they tell you to expect to be on multiple cases, or do you, or they tell you that you'll probably work on one throughout the summer? I think the expectation is that it'll probably be one, but okay. I also know, I know folks who had multiple cases who kind of, I, one of my friends actually had like three different projects he worked on a couple summers ago. So I think it really just depends on business need. And um, while it would be easiest and probably most practical for that to be just one, um, I think it's it's just whatever kind of pops up in that time. Wow. So everything all worked out, all of your hard work and effort. How many, how many hours do you think you put into case prep overall? Could you even estimate? Ooh, that's a case right there. <laughs> um, ugh, didn't know I'd have to run one here, am I? I would say once... I'm thinking to like late October when it really began in earnest. And in terms of my individual case prep away from workshops, away from, um, you know, info sessions and stuff like that, I'd say I was doing five to 10 hours a week for the last like eight to 10 weeks there. And that probably ramped up into something closer to 15 or 20 by the end of it. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say probably 100 to 150 hours were spent on yeah. case prep in some some form or fashion it's like a market sizing question <laughs> yeah, there you go exactly Did I get the job yeah you've got it <laughs> um so it all had a happy ending but what in this whole year like what was the low point Ooh. uh there were definitely <laughs> low points and that, that is funny to think back on because you know for the last three months you know you i've known five months four months i've known what i've been doing and it's been exciting and you kind of feel like, oh, that's what it was all along. But right. thinking back, I mean, you go through January especially, and every weekend, every Friday, you know, I was basically, I was in Atlanta, I think, four weeks in a row, just flying down for interviews. 
and you know, and everyone up until BCG didn't work out. So it was kind of you know you're taking these blows and you're you're trying to look forward and say, hey, you know, I may have lost this firm, but I still have this coming up, and I think I did a pretty good job of keeping that forward perspective because BCG was my last interview. You know, if I if that hadn't worked out, I would have been doing brand marketing. But yeah, I mean, it's a really fun month. And Mike Foster told me this a second year uh, beforehand, and I didn't really believe him. But it is fun because you're going and you're you're talking to really important business people, and you're being tested. And that part of it, that competitive element, I think, is fun. But it also is emotionally draining, and you're gonna there are gonna be setbacks along the way. And I think it's important to just keep looking forward. And understanding that you know, as long as you have one interview left, you still have a chance. Um, and I think for me, that was that was crucial in kind of reaching the end and still being ready and excited for that final BCG interview. As you know, as you reflect then on this on this year, tell me, did you have a terrible travel experience or a terrible meal? Like, what about <laughs> what about this last last year that is really memorable? And like, you know what? I wish uh, I wish that hadn't happened. Besides, uh, not getting another offer. I remember uh, the so the worst day was, and this kind of answers your last question too. So yeah. I'll, I'll answer both in one. But I remember getting. I had two interviews that day, or two two sets of interviews. I should say it was six total hours. So it was a long day of interviewing. I was drained, and then I also had. I was flying to a friend's bachelor party that night, and I didn't feel like my final round that day went so well. I thought I definitely, I thought I gave myself a chance, but I thought it, it probably wouldn't work out. But there was another firm that I'd interviewed with earlier in the week that I was hoping for good news from, and I got a voicemail thinking it was good news. Uh, wasn't able to touch base until after arriving in Salt Lake City that night, and I had an, in, had an email that said uh, the opposite of good news. So I remember <laughs> yeah. touching down and, and pulling up my my uh, phone after the flight and seeing that, and uh, you know, a long draining day only got that much more demoralizing. So I, needless to say, I showed up at my. I told I told my friend I was like, "Do not expect me to be in a good mood. I apologize. It's been a long travel day. It's been a long day." Um, so that that was I, that was definitely the low point I'd say of the entire process. Yeah, okay. So it definitely takes some emotional fortitude to get through the year, but in the end everything worked out. I'm I'm sure you're going to have a great summer and have some fantastic experiences to talk about then. Do you want to put in a plug for the Owen Consulting and Strategy Club because you're a, a leader in that club um and I'm sure you've been working on some things for next year already. Yeah, no, I I would love this opportunity. Yeah, Philip and I will be heading the uh the learning and development for the fall, which is basically the case prep series. Um, and we'll be doing Sunday night workshops as the second years did for us this past year. Um, I think we're planning a set of five of those that should get started in mid-September. Um, so we're going to be running those. I think we're really well prepared to be helpful uh, and great resources for you guys. You know, a lot of the second years have been through this recruiting process. So many people are going to be there helping um, it's, you know, we really want to give you guys the best chance uh, in your recruiting process like we did in ours. So those Sunday night workshops will be great. And then we'll also be, uh, right now we're kind of accumulating resources that we can provide to you guys so that come August, come September, you'll have a head start on this process. And really it sounds daunting. I remember sitting there in August and September and, and being scared. Um, you're going to hear things that will make this sound really difficult. 
But I promise that when you stretch it out over four or five months and you have the resources that the CMC and that the OSCC provides, that it's a really feasible process. And that, you know, I think a lot of you guys will get to a point come December, January, where you feel very comfortable and, and ready to move forward. So excited to be a part of that. Great, Bennett. Well, um, so we're going to follow up with you again in several weeks after you're on the job and get a sense of how things are going. So we look forward to talking to you then. Cool. Thanks, Emily. Thanks. from the CMC. How are you? I'm great, Courtney. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking time to speak with me this morning. I wanted to um, chat with you about how the summer's going and also some recruiting stuff from this past year, if you have some time. Absolutely. Awesome. So tell us about what you're doing this summer. This summer, I'm working for North Island Consulting in Nashville on two and a half different engagements. One, the half being a pitch, but I'm working for, just finished up at a nonprofit health system, and now I'm working for a company in the automotive industry. And how has it been going? Is it what you expected? It's close to what I expected. It's very uh, fast-paced and a high learning curve, which is what I needed because I, I just like to work under pressure, I suppose. So I'm having a good time and talking to friends that seems to be the general consensus with consulting is that everybody's slightly panicked at all times, but really enjoying it. Good. I feel uh, the same way when I hear from y'all. So that does seem on trend. Um, So when you came into Owen, what were the career goals you had? What were the expectations for your career that you had? And are you following in line with that right now? I, yes, coming to Owen, I wanted to do consulting. I came because they had good relationships with some firms that I was interested in working for. So it seems like a really good fit. And also, every, it has nothing to do with recruiting so much, but the culture at Owen made, I don't think I would have gone anywhere else. I really had to make consulting work at Vanderbilt because that's where I wanted to be. And I, yeah, so I guess, yes, to answer your question in brief, yes, I'm doing what I came to do, and I feel very lucky to be doing so as well. What was um, the culture that really made you decide to come here besides the relationships that you had? Just everybody wants to help you grow and wants to help you connect the dots, be it in your uh, educational goals or in your professional ones. So I like that, like, People are working together for the success of everybody, and I think that transcends not just in recruiting or in career center, but also with students and teachers. Students want the teachers to be better. The teachers want the students to do better. Students want the students. Everybody is just pushing each other constantly, and I, not in a pressure way, but in a really like familial way that I didn't get that kind of a vibe anywhere else. And I know I know this, but could you sort of tell us your background and why we would have been out in Beverly Hills meeting you? Yes. 
So I, before coming to Owen, I worked in the music industry first as a performer playing heavy metal and then worked with a lot of Indian punk bands in the production space and developing artists, pitching them to labels and helping them really build their businesses and brands that fit within the new evolving digital music industry. And I also worked for a year and a half as an accountant, which was my hop to show that I had some background and wasn't just a crazy creative before coming to business school. So coming in, you knew consulting, but you did have a non-traditional background. And knowing that, could you sort of describe how your recruiting process went? I know things start early, especially for consulting. So you're on campus August 1, and then just sort of go from there. I know the timeline is really crunched. Yeah, so came on campus for orientation, and there were some firms that would come sporadically as early as orientation to do different events, so I tried to speak with as many as I could and reach out when the consulting consortium came to campus, tried to talk to as many people as I could, talk to Dustin Rohr, who also had a similar background, went to Bain, and just tried to get any insight on how people with non-traditional backgrounds had spun their stories and what skills they saw that helped them get into consulting and succeed and what skills they felt like they really needed to learn at school. Beyond that, I think later on in the recruiting cycle, I had a very disappointing interview experience where I didn't even get to interview for a firm that I had really pushed at and gone to visit offices and network. And one of the senior managers looked over my resume for me and he said that he didn't see how the dots were connecting on my resume and encouraged me to actually go back and rework it in mid-January, which was not going to use profanity. It was very stressful, and but it helped, but was very helpful and was able to go back to the drawing board with one of my good friends, Bennett Hayes, who also had a non-traditional background got his dream offer and just over a couple of beers reworked my entire resume and started recruiting again and really lucked out. So another thing that was very helpful was doing case competitions with firms, which allowed me to get some face time with North Island where I'm working now and got to show them where my analytical abilities were and my presenting skills and how I could frame problems in industries that I didn't know. Their case competition was actually based on pharmaceuticals, which I had no information about whatsoever and worked with my teammate Morgan Flanders, who's at Deloitte this summer. And just, I think for both of us, it gave us firsthand experience on what consulting was going to be like when you know nothing about an industry and have to figure it out or at least make the right assumptions to get in the direction that you're trying to go to frame the problem so you can begin solving it. So I know case prep is a big part of consulting specifically um, and can be some of the most time-consuming preparation. How did your preparation for recruiting look like, especially if you could compare it to some of, I know some of your um, peers that you're close with did HOP or other fields? Did you feel like your preparation was 
completely different or requiring a lot more time? Absolutely. I think preparing, so I recruited, you know this, but our listeners won't. I recruited for a couple of digital marketing roles and corporate strategy roles and realized the difference between consulting interviews where you're doing predominantly case-based interviewing and behavioral was a night and day difference for me. And so I was doing a case at least four times a week, usually six, and probably by the time recruiting was over had done over maybe a hundred or so. And I didn't do a lot of behavioral interviewing practice, which probably hurt me in non-consulting interviews, which is something I would go back and change. But I think the consulting interviewing process overall is just a lot more rigorous, in my opinion, because you need to be an expert at two types of interviews, just dependent on what your firm might prefer. And also, if you're unable to get one of the few consulting internship offers that are given, you want to be able to fall back on something else that will help you transition into consulting on a full-time basis. Could you go along the timeline and the offer situation that you had with North Highlands? I interviewed in February. I guess recruiting North Highland, I started as early as November doing a competition and getting breakfast with Owen grads that were working at the firm and really trying to build a grasp of what their culture and what their day-to-day looked like. And then I ended up interviewing for the position in the middle of February and then left the country at the end of February to go on the Israel trip. And I was hopeful that I would have an offer coming in, but I also didn't have cell phone service and ended up getting a Facebook message from Bennett that said to call you and then an email from you an hour later got them all at the same time that said congratulations and then an email from North Island and I was very confused on what was going on and couldn't get on a phone and it was I was hoping that I had an offer and I wasn't calling it a dollar a minute to just get insulted or something but it was I guess it was a long time. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the real answer is. <laughs> I think it's I it. was even more excited than you were at that point, but you're right. Yes, that. Right. That. Well, I had a cold and I was in Israel. Um, I just wanted to sleep, I think. But I was very excited. So I shouldn't I was ecstatic, elated over the moon. <laughs> very I get excited. Yeah, yeah, that's true. However much you do get excited or show it. Yeah. So the last thing I wanted to do was just talk about how you think your summer is going to end with North Highland. Do you think or know that you all are going to do a big presentation where you tie everything up with a bow? Or do you think you're just going to leave with sort of two and a half projects that you've been working on and a great number of people that you've met and networked with? Um, the end of summer, the second to last day, all of the interns from around the country fly to Atlanta and present sort of what they did over the summer. I'm still grasping 
because I'm working in three totally different industries. But I think my plan is to kind of timeline what my summer looks like and then dive into one specific project that I haven't decided which one I will be really presenting heavily yet. Awesome. And that's but, that's just before you finish. That's a day and a half before you finish? Right. Cool. It's on the last Thursday. Well, if you're okay with it, if you're amenable, we'd love to chat with you once you're back at Owen and hear how the presentation went and hear how the end of your summer went. Okay. And hopefully have some even, you know, further tips for our incoming students and for those interested in consulting recruiting because you definitely have a unique background and a unique perspective to everything that went down. Thank you. Yeah. And I would love to. Awesome. Good. Well, Andrew, thank you so much. Have a great day and we will catch up with you shortly. Okay. Thank you. Thanks to Bennett, Emily, Andrew, and Courtney for their time this week. And thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Owen Graduate School of Management. Music is provided by Mike Foster, a former development coordinator for the OSCC who will be joining Boston Consulting Group full-time this year. I'm Nate Luce.